Yo, what up? This is Jay Hen, and right now, you're listening to On Wax, episode 38. Eight. Eight. Good morning, guys. What's going on? It should be February 15th if LJ did his motherfucking job and post this motherfucker when he's supposed to. So we'll see what was good. Um, you know, what? right off bat, I got I to gotta start by putting LJ on wax. And it really does hurt me to do this, right? But, 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 dude stained me tonight bad. I call him around 5, 6 p.m. my time, right? And I specifically say, bro, we're recording tonight, right? And he's like, yeah, 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 we're good to go. You know, I got to, you know, go to dinner. I have dinner plans. I'll be ready around 9.30 your time. And I say, all right, bet. Well, I'm going to shoot you a text message at 9.30 my time to make sure everything's good to go. All right, cool. So from like 6 to 9.30, I have that window to do whatever the fuck I want to do. But at 9.30, I know to be home, set up. We're going to go. I heard from him three and a half hours ago. We should be good to go, right? Shoot him a text at 9.30 like I said I was. Hey, bro, what's up? We still good to go? Nada. 10 o'clock comes around. Nada. And I already know at this time I'm already going to get stained. Because, again, consider it's 11 o'clock his time. But it still pisses me off. That we had an agreement to text him at 9.30. And I don't hear shit from him till about 10.30 my time. And he's like, oh man, I got wrapped up in doing X, Y, and Z. I don't think I'm going to be able to record tomorrow, man. Do you think we can record tomorrow instead? <sighs> Take it. That, that, that requires a, a deep breath and one of these. My God, bro. And then I tell dude, I'm like, bro, I, I, I'm just going to record a, a solo episode, right? Like, I got I to gotta drop something. Because, like, I told him I got school until 11 o'clock his time anyways on Thursday. We never record on Fridays and Saturdays. We may or may not record on Sunday. But, goddamn, nah, I can't, I can't go another week of only one episode. And I was like, nah, man, I'm going to have to drop a solo. He's all like, yeah, you can do that. I'm like, but I could have also did that at 6 p.m. I didn't have to wait till 11 o'clock my time to do this. So appreciate the heads up, dude. Don't let it happen again. Thanks. Anywho, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I know it's a little bit late now, so happy Valentine's Day for all of our lovebirds out there. Hopefully all of our couples got together, got on dates, had a good dinner, had, you know, uh, chocolate-covered strawberries, chocolates, balloons, flowers, cards, all that good stuff. Um you know, it's always a, it's a it's a nice holiday to get get with uh, your loved ones and spend that good quality time. And I'm pretty sure that's what the fuck y'all just doing. But mm, who gives a fuck right now? Anywho, you know what one of my biggest pet peeves are? Now, I don't even know if you can can if you can consider it a pet peeve. But you know what really gets under my motherfucking skin? I don't know where the fuck 
anybody got this shit from. Maybe I'm just in a bad mood right now, but when people say Valentine's, have you ever heard that shit? Happy Valentine's Day, huh? Happy Valentine's, huh? Hey man, happy Valentine's, huh? The fuck? Valentine's. Tines. Happy Valentine's. The fuck you think this is? Times Square? Like, happy Valentine's. No. Fuck no. That shit will just, yeah, that shit pisses me off right off bat. Like, happy Valentine's Day, man. What? Nah. So anyways, man, Valentine's is a good holiday, but I was talking to a good friend of the podcast, and he was talking about Valentine's, and he specifically said, man, sometimes I think it's a trap for women to get a free meal and free gifts from guys that they don't really even give a fuck about. And I was like, you're going to have to explain this to me. He was all like, you know, I just feel like I specifically went on a date last year, right, for Valentine's, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he said, like, I just feel like she was posting specific, like, gifts that I gave her. She would post, like, the dinner plate. She would post all the stuff involved. He's like, but, like, she didn't take pictures with me she didn't say like oh you know thank you or anything like that she just basically used the gifts that i got her and the dinner that we went to and pretty much used it for like attention and he he had mentioned like a you know to get back at her ex-boyfriend or to make such and such jealous he's like man but if you ever think about that like women get the free meal and they get the attention and this that and the other he's like like, have you ever thought about that? And I was like, fuck, I never, I never thought of it that way. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that some girls do, right? Like, of course, some girls do, but not all girls. Um, so I thought that was a pretty, pretty interesting take on Valentine's Day. And I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't think every girl does that. But I can see how some girls do that, especially nowadays, you know, with social media and, and people taking pictures of their plate all the motherfucking time and shit like that, including myself, shit. But, um taking pictures of plates and shit but come on now dude um hold on real quick lj just text me some bullshit anyways yeah so i think it was kind of interesting take um but on valentine's day as well i found out some uh, interesting information that we're going to talk about talking about valentine's day i thought it was a i thought it was a pretty good move from floyd mayweather he got on social media today and was just talking about like i don't think you know men should only look out for their females and their women on valentine's day it should be every day and when you got a couple of domestic violence cases you know you gotta say that so good move floyd mayweather i thought that was a i thought that was a classic move but you know um again you have to say that i got a link here i'm gonna click i thought it was pretty interesting san antonio designated as one of the least romantic cities in the united states Several online sites rank San Antonio low in romance. Ooh. Which I thought was kind of weird because I, I specifically thought I remembered San Antonio last year, one of the highest cities ranked with when it comes to romance. So it says, has San Antonio lost the loving feeling? At least a couple online sources think so. 
So I guess the way they judged it is there was a couple keywords and they went based off some of the keywords to see if San Antonio residents were were searching these keywords. Um, and, you know, San Antonio, uh, well, hold on. It says, Amazon thinks that San Antonio is romantic. Last year, we were ranked number one, the number one romantic city in the United States based on purchases of romance novels, relationship books, romantic comedy movies, romantic books, and sales of sexual wellness products. This year, they made a designated based on which city streamed the most love and romance songs on Amazon Music. We ranked number five. Las Vegas was number one. Oh, shit. So, I mean, I don't know where. Hold on. I got to find out exactly where they said we were the least, which I thought was weird. But just a... um couple couple let me see oh so yeah th those terms that i was talking about chocolate camp champagne sorry um dessert flowers valentines hearts candies truffles roses strawberries cookies and wine so based off those romantics index terms san antonio got least romantic of the big cities um so last year the top Eight romantic cities of 2017 was Boston, Seattle, Washington, D.C. Shout out to LJ and his city. Philadelphia, Minneapolis, Chicago, New York, and Houston. 2017's least romantic cities, Miami, Indianapolis, San Francisco, Atlanta, Denver, Austin, huh? Los Angeles, and Brooklyn. So in 2018, the most romantic cities, number one, Boston, which they were number one in 2017, so they got it back to back. Atlanta, which was on the least romantic cities in 2017, was number two. Austin was number three. The Texas capital also decided to get serious about romance this year, swapping their rank as third least romantic city to third most romantic. We see you, Austin. I see you, Austin. Four is Philadelphia. Five is Charlotte. Six is Oakland. Seven is Washington, D.C. So they dropped from number three to number seven. Let's just read what Washington, D.C. says. Residents of the district had a lot going on this year. They still hold strong as one of the most romantic cities, but took a slight tumble from third to seventh. Chicago was number eight. So now this is where it gets interesting. 2018 least romantic cities we thought we had a problem and we thought right houston barely squeaked into our most romantic cities list in 2017 this year it tumbled a little further and kicks off our 2018 list and gives you a chance so apparently they're they're quite down right under the number eight houston was san antonio baby san antonio may be starting to pop up on the best places to live list but it makes a the Instacart Romance Index debut in the seventh slot for the most unromantic cities list. So that sucks. San Diego was number six. Five is Denver. Four Seattle. Three Orlando. Two is Raleigh. And number one is Indianapolis. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. How San Antonio was considered one of the most romantic cities in 2017 and 2018 we are not
to your point though, 2017, we took all these girls on dates, but the girls didn't want to show no love. They weren't taking no pictures with us. They were just taking pictures of our plates, of the chocolates, of the balloons, of the bears. So ladies, if you want to get back on that list, and I know you don't really give a fuck, but if you did, you got to start showing these men some respect. Some appreciation, man. Because we spent our hard dollars taking you women out. And we just really want to be appreciated. You know, let's get back into some romance. Let's start buying the novels. Let's start getting the books. Let's start getting the champagne, the wine, you know, the truffles, whatever the fuck else is on that list. Let's go, San Antonio. Stand the fuck up. You know? Yeah, no? Let me see if I have anything left on the romance. Um, I don't think so, though. So yeah, um, happy Valentine's Day, everybody, from the On Wex crew. This week is All-Star Weekend, so it's a huge basketball weekend. Um, that's, you know, the rodeo comes into town, San Antonio Spurs, they travel across the United States and have, you know, X amount of away games while the rodeo's going to town. Um, so that was that's pretty neat, because like I said, it's always during the All-Star break-ish area. And there's a couple things with the All-Star break that we just know. If you're into music and you're pretty much music, I'd say entertainment. You know, I'll go under the entertainment umbrella, but pretty much talking about music specifically. We already know that drama is going to pop off this weekend. Like, there's no way that drama don't pop off this weekend. Some sort of drama. There's too many celebrities. There's too many athletes. There's too many people in one spot. For shit not to pop off, right? Like, you know, whether it's beefs, whether it's gangs, whether it has money involved. I mean, there's just too much going on in one city at one time for nothing to pop off. Which is not great, but it's good for, for drama, I guess. So, I don't know if everybody's been keeping up or not. But, lately, Cardi B posted, I think I just, yeah, I saved it. So she posted a picture of her like in this blue fur. So I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about, but she had like this big blue fur on and she had mentioned like I hate to wear flu or something. And flu what I was told through my sources was like a way to discredit the color blue, you know, in a gang related situation cuz she apparently, you know, these is bloody shoes. She she apparently reps red. She was not happy to wear blue, so she made the flu comment or whatever the fuck that means. And so what hap- what ha- what had happened was is these 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 gangsters, these 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 uh these homeboys, these these uh these trap boys, they specifically said if you come to LA for All Star Weekend, you're gonna have to check in with us. Not only check in with us. You're going to have to pay for protection. And apparently, no, listen, this is my advice to Cardi B. You just got done winning Grammys, performing with Bruno Mars. You know, it's by far the biggest year of your career. You know, you have nothing but great things to look ahead of. Get out of this, this lifestyle that you used to live in because... 
it's a dead end road. So apparently these these gangsters told her that she was going to have to check in and, and pay for protection or whatever. And she comments on one of these guys' pictures on Instagram and said, let me tell you something. I appreciate what you're saying, but where you got me wrong is I always been in the streets. I'm militant. I know my oath and my nation like the back of my hands. I came from the streets. I've been banging shit since 16. Not after fame or Bodak. I'm new to the world. I'm not new to the Bronx or New York. Boys want to make a big deal because I'm Cardi. New York is mixed with Bloods and Crips. And I definitely know Crips in the PJs. I came from home. That park shit. We say these type of words all the time and all of a sudden the world is mad. Now my thing is how was boys that so call claim they gangsta telling me that next my next move. That's how I figure it's for clout because a real gangsta do shit in silence. I will never and it gets cut off. But like basically she says she ain't paying for nothing. She ain't. She ain't checking in with nobody. She ain't paying for no nothing. She's saying, listen, I'm Cardi B. I'm from the streets. This ain't new to me. It's All-Star Weekend. I'm finna, finna get it popping. I don't think that's the right way to go. You know, and I don't, I don't per, I personally think maybe she ain't personally making the calls. Maybe one of her bodyguards. Maybe one of her publicists. Maybe one of her people. You know, call, you know, call back. Hey, Cardi, keep go in the room real quick hey guys we're going to we're going to we're going to touch down at 5 30 make sure we're good here's 50 grand or here's 100 grand i'm pretty sure like there's no way that uh you know i don't know so um i don't know if you guys follow a dude i i've i don't know why i've specifically been following him him a little bit more i don't i don't really fuck with his music I mean, his music's decent. It's actually better than I thought it was going to be. There's this new up-and-coming rapper named Takashi69. I don't know if you've, you guys definitely probably have seen memes of him or pictures of him, whatever the case is. He has, like, rainbow color hair. He has rainbow color grill. Um, he has this really aggressive, aggressive music style. Like, he's yelling, like, na 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 He's yelling throughout that whole fucking tracks. Um, to be fair, I thought it was better than um, I expected. Like, I was like, okay, well, I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not my style, but it's not that bad. So long story short, the reason why I bring him up is because there's this, like, OG gangster, uh, vato loco, um, cholo Mexican dude from California. And and, and I don't really get it because I, I feel like he's kind of – he's kind of – I think feel like he's he's kind of just really trying to go after some fame shit myself like he doesn't even know to do personally but apparently when Takashi 69 was 18 he slept with a 14 year old and went to prison for it whatever but the dude specifically started going at Takashi 69 because of that which Takashi 69 now is like I don't know like let's just say 25 or something so if he's 25 and that happened, that happened seven years ago. I'm not saying it's right. It's definitely not right. But like, you're bringing up some shit that's seven years old, and you're on World Star, and you're saying that Takashi Six Nine is not welcoming, you know, California, and if he's gonna go there, there's gonna be issues and problems, this, that, and the other. 
So Takashi 69 initially canceled shows that he had lined up for All-Star Weekend initially. But then as of, you know, an hour ago, he posted a video of himself pulling up in in uh in California and was like, "Listen, man, I ain't hard to find. I'm in California right now for the All-Star Weekend, you know. We here and we ain't checking in with nobody." And I was like, "Oh shit." You know, kind of makes me cringe a little bit cuz like, dog and and, and 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 I don't want to steal these words because like DJ Academics, I watched a video from DJ Academics on World Star, and he said it best. It's like, when you do these things, I want to be crystal crisp clear. You're putting yourself in a bad situation, right? Because because there's two ways to put it, right? These guys are telling you to check in. You're not checking in. You made that obvious. Which you're calling their bluff, right? It's a it's a fucking poker hand. You're saying they raise, you check. You, you call their raise. You give them two options. You put them in a corner, and it's like, I'm not checking in. I ain't saying shit. If you so like the people, like me included, like the people, like if All Star Weekend happens and Takashi Six Nine don't get no type of nothing. Everybody from Texas, from D.C., I mean, everywhere around the United States can't take that guy serious no more. You can't threaten nobody, you know, put him on wax, basically, and say, like, you ain't welcome to my city. Don't try to touch down here unless you check in and pay for protection. And then when they say, I'm not paying for shit, I'm still going to be there. Show up in your city and say, I'm not hard to find. I'm in here right now. You really press that guy's hand. Because, like, now everybody in the United States, because the shit's been fucking pushed on Worldstar and all the fucking media outlets. Like, now the world's going to think you a bitch. Or it's going to force you to do some physical activity. For what, though? Like, A, for what? Like, that that, that alone kind of makes you scratch your head. Like, wow, these, these people out here doing nonsense for nothing. For no reason. But... You do something, and then after you do something, A, there's hella consequences, hella consequences. But B, everybody's like, the fuck for? Like, you didn't even know the dude. Like, what did he do to you, though? So, I mean, and, and same, I mean, it's kind of sort of the same with Cardi. Like, she can't be, you know, saying these she's streets and everything, because, like, then Hollywood's not going to want to fuck with her. Then, you know, Bruno Mars's people are going to be like, nah, she's too street for us. And, and like, the Grammys and these big award ceremonies I ain't going to want to do business with you. So, and I, I, I'm just giving you guys my opinion. It's not like they listening to this motherfucking shit right now, but somebody needs to be in their ear and telling them they making wrong moves. And, 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 and I understand that they think they doing what's real and what's right, but man, that's a whole nother segment. I've never understood. I'm real. I shit. Shit. You know, I do that shit for the streets cause I'm real. Shit. Streets ain't pay my bills. Uh uh-uh, uh, I do that shit for me. I do, I do, I do. Who paid? Ah ah ah, not me. So, I thought the, 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 those were interesting segments because All Star Weekends this weekend. All it's it's you know t- today you're listening to this today is Thursday. Like these celebrities are touching down. Like it, it's these celebrities are touching down, and and then then they're not going. Uh, you know they're not going with the they're going against the grain. So it's going to be interesting to see. 
how some of this shit plays out. Because if Takashi 69 touches down on a Wednesday, all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, and you got to think, that motherfucking OG gangster loco, he's not sleeping tonight. Like, he's, he's constantly getting... Text messages and phone calls and updates and rumors and sh- people talking shit and people getting in his head and getting influenced. He's not sleeping for the next couple of days. So it'll be interesting. But apparently, you know, Takashi 69 he's from New York. He's from the Bronx. But, like, apparently um, he rolls deep and he, he, he's affiliated with some nasty people himself. So I don't know. I, I think it's pretty interesting. But uh, we'll, we'll see how that shit goes. On uh, on some basketball shit though, it was brought to my attention from one of the on wax listeners that San Antonio is like three and a half games from the eighth seed of not even making the fucking playoffs. That is bizarre, bro. And I forget how many like if they lose eight more games, they have nineteen games. Don't quote me on this, but they have like nineteen games. And if they lose eight of the nineteen, it's just the first season in X amount of seasons that they don't win fifty games. Like Monty Ginobili's hurt, Rudy Gay hurt, of course Kawhi Leonard hurt. Like it's just a tough time to be a Spur fan. Um, I spoke to a Spur a Spur insider, a Spur fan, and he thinks once you know the team gets Rudy Gay back, everything should start. You know. You know, apparently Ginobili's injury is not that serious. Rudy Gay is about to come back in the next couple of games. He thinks that they're gonna, you know, go on a, a winning streak and, and get 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 shit together right before uh, the playoffs. Which I hope, you know, um, because you know, I, I always want to see San Antonio win for the city. Speaking of, Houston Rockets just won their tenth straight game, and they're officially tied with the Golden State Warriors for the best record in the NBA. They've already beat Golden State twice, but we'll leave it there. Huh. You know, it's, it's it's it feels good to be a Rocket fan, at least for now. We'll we'll see how how uh how that fares. A couple things I want to talk about too is like Lavar Ball, bro. Good God, man! I know some of these sports listeners that don't listen to sports probably know who these same motherfucking characters are that we talking about because it's nonstop that Lavar Ball is in the fucking headlines. So, his son, Lonzo, signed with the Lakers. But he's speaking for Lonzo, saying that Lonzo's not going to re-sign with the Los Angeles Lakers if the Los Angeles Lakers don't sign both of his brothers, LaMelo and the other dude. I'm disrespecting the middle brother. Uh... LaMichael or something I forget whatever I don't he's a fucking irrelevant but so so you're telling me that the Lakers have to sign Mr. Irrelevant and whatever the fuck his name is before Lonzo signs with these guys Jesus man that's that's no good man like LaMelo is good but if you look into it Lonzo's contract is up. No, no, no. LaMelo will have been like graduated or be eligible for the draft one year before Lonzo's contract is up. So is LaMelo supposed to sit out one entire year until Lonzo's contract is up just to play that game? A, I think he's talking out of his ass, period, right? Like you can't take anything the fuck he says serious. But 
Like, you gotta shut the fuck up. You are literally, I don't know why this doesn't make sense to a grown man. You are literally building a hole, a deep hole for your son. Like, you're not making shit easier for Lonzo. You're just not. I, I understand, like, he's doing the whole dad thing and... And, you know, trying to build a brand. And, and I'm all for that. If he was just talking about his brand and the BBB brand and the hats and, this, and the socks and the shoes and the shirts. And he was like, yeah, we're, we're on this ball shit. You know, me, all three of my sons are going to play in the NBA one day. Great. I'm for that. I want to be the same way with my children. But what you're not doing is helping this man right now. Somebody needs to be in this motherfucker's ear and put this motherfucker on wax, man. I'm putting his ass on wax right now. LeVar, shut the fuck up. Let your boys play basketball. They're all three grown motherfucking men. Let them do them. You do you. You do the brand. You do the fathering. Let them do the basketball. Let them do the business. Because you're fucking Lonzo up right now. Big time. Big distraction. Big distraction. Whew, that's frustrating, man. But you know what else is frustrating? Maybe even... More frustrating than the Lonzo, LaMelo, LaVar shit is Des Bryant. Cowboy Nation, stand the fuck up. Dallas Cowboys for life. You already know what the motherfucking business is. Huge, huge offseason decision for my favorite NFL player. He's my absolute favorite player. He's been my favorite player for years. Des Bryant is going to have a decision to make in the offseason. He can either take a pay cut and stay with the Dallas Cowboys, or he can test free agency. And if you test free agency, let it be clear, the chances of him going back with the Cowboys are slim to none. But what he doesn't understand yet, and I, I know that he's understanding because, I mean, the news is everywhere. He thinks he's worth more than he's going to to get offered. That's just fact. The last three seasons, he has not produced elite receiver production. He just hasn't. You know, last year, not. I mean, no. I mean, he's been battling with injuries. Of course, Dak Prescott's the quarterback, not Tony Romo. I mean, he has his own challenges. And if he's not happy in Dallas because of his own challenges, then, you know, at that point, and say, you know, I'm just not happy with my role. I want to test out free agency. But he claims to be Dallas Cowboys for life. We're throwing up the X with him. You know, people buying merchandise. You know, I think they're, man, they have such a, a young, talented core with Dak and Zeke and the offensive line. You know, he's not he's not young. He's not old. But he's not young, but, you know, he, he can be there for a couple more years. You know, they got Streets. They got, you know, Terrence Williams. They got some nice young pieces. I feel like if they all stuck together, they can they can, they can do I know I sound like a typical Cowboy fan. I get it. But they can really do something if they all stick together. But it starts with Des Bryant. Like, I feel like, I don't even know. Like, I think he wants 16 mil a year or something. And the Cowboys, let's just say, would offer him 10, right? I don't know. But he, I mean, six six million is a huge drop. I understand that. But, like, if the rest of the teams are, like, the best offer you're going to get is 12, let's just say. And, and, again, this is all hypothetical. But, like, wouldn't you rather take 10 and stick with the Cowboys? That's just me, you know. America's team, you, you, you're with the people. 
that you that you list you've got drafted by him only makes sense to me. And again, you're my favorite player, so I'm always gonna root for for him and and hope that he makes the right decision, takes the pay cut, and, and you know really stays with the Cowboys for at least one more year, two more years, go forward. You know, I, I'm excited about that. So we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, in other news, there's the uh, Winter Olympics going on. Who's excited about the Winter Olympics? I'm not. I'm giving no fucks for him. I ain't watch no coverage about it. I just don't give a fuck, you know? Shout out to C. Wade when he was on the podcast. He was like, hey, man, you want to talk about the Winter Olympics? And I'm like, you you have anything on? Like, what 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 would we cover? He's like, oh, I don't know that they're they're on. I was like, yeah, I know they're on, but like, what else? Uh, I don't know. Man, fuck the Winter Olympics. Nah, not, not for it. Like, I heard Sean White did some shit, won his third gold medal or some shit, which is great, but, I mean, no. No, thank you. Um, so, yeah, no, not, not a fan of the Winter Olympics. Now, I got to put myself on blast. I, I, I really went back and forth whether I should tell the people that I did this because it just makes me look like a fucking idiot. But I'm going to do it because it's funny, I feel. So I've been in school this semester for over a month now, right? It's, it's, it's been around a month. And I've been telling everybody I'm taking anthropology, I'm taking government, I'm taking astrology. And, and one of my colleagues is like, oh, astrology, that sounds fun. What are you learning, like different signs and stuff like that? And I'm like, signs? Not, not specifically signs. I was like, you know, I'm learning about stars and galaxies and, you know, the planets. And, and she's like... You're taking astrology or astronomy? And then it hit me. Taking astronomy. But my dumbass thought I was taking astrology because I don't even I don't even know what the fuck's going on in there. I've literally been in there for like eight periods and don't know what the it's all fucking Chinese to me. I mean, it's all it's all shit that I just don't understand. I'm just not. It's not clicking. I'm. It's not getting. I'm. I'm gonna try my best to finesse a seventy or a seventy-five in that class, and, and pass and get that shit. Get the check marks. Get the check mark in the box and and, and and just move forward. You know, I'm gonna try to do. Try to be there every motherfucking day. My attendance score is gonna be perfect. You know, uh, finesse again. Finesse to a seventy plus and, and try to get out of that shit. Cause yeah, I, I, I don't have no interest in stars and galaxies and the only star i have interest is is for the dallas cowboys that is it um none of that other shit you know but it's funny because like i was talking to another colleague about this it's like i can't say that i have never cheated on a test before right because i have but like i gotta put the the bitches on wax that like like listen what is it to you if I look over? And I'm not saying me specifically, I. Right? I'm just saying everybody's went to school, right? Everybody listening to this podcast has went to school. Everybody listening to this podcast has looked at a question on a test and not known the answer. Everybody that is listening to this podcast has literally just kind of looked a little bit to the right. I looked a little bit to the left just to see what the other motherfucker's thinking, right? So I'm taking an anthropology test, right? And, and there's this question that I was kind of on the fence about. You know, you do the whole process of elimination shit. You know, I, I got, I'm going to choose between B and D, right? I'm like, ah, oh, man, it's, 
fuck, I don't really know. So I look to the, I look to the, I look to the right a little bit. Fuck it, you know. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I look to the right a little bit, right? And this bitch, she uses her whole fucking forearm like a fucking cover sheet. Like she looks at me in the face and she's all like, gunk. Like, what the fuck? Like I just never understood it. Like. There is no liability for you. If anything, if anything, Professor grabs my shit and was like, John, caught you cheating. Now you get a zero. Or that's scenario one. Scenario two. Hey, John, look at your own paper. Yes, ma'am. Scenario two. Or scenario three, which is also most common. Nothing happens. I get to find out whether you think it's B or D. I trust you. Scratch my back. I scratch your back. Whatever the case is, maybe I, maybe you just scratch my back. You know, whatever the case is, you know. I don't know. Like, but she used her whole forearm for the whole test, and like she gave me the look right before she threw her forearm up. Like, uh, uh. I'm like you, little witch. You little witch. I never understood it, man. Never understood it. Definitely won't trust her ass And I hope I score better I hope I score better on her That motherfucking test that she did Doubtful But I hope so So I can just rub it in her motherfucking face Fuck you (sighs) Frustrating times I tell you Frustrating times I don't know if this is a big deal or not But it was breaking news that Best Buy Has decided to quit selling CDs I guess everybody's going digital now So Best Buy is going to probably quit selling CDs. Again, guys, I'm telling you, next is DVDs. Ain't going to be no hard copies. Same with pictures. You know what I I was thinking about on my my own time? Like, my mom and and my dad, like, both of them have bins. Like, you know, bins of fucking pictures. Like, just thousands, hundreds, thousands of just pictures. Growing up when I was in junior high and high school, I had hundreds of pictures. And now, I mean, it, it, it's it's good and it's bad because, like, these pictures are online and you always have access to them. And, and technically, you always can, you know, upload them and print them. So we do always have the option to print them. But, like, what I have a feeling is going to happen is just like MySpace, right? Like, everybody had pictures on MySpace. And it's like, I don't know how to get to MySpace now to, to find those pictures. You probably can, maybe. But, like... It's same thing's eventually gonna happen to Facebook and Instagram and your phone. Like my phone, you have always shit on on your phone. You lose your phone. Someone steals your phone. Your phone breaks. Gets water damage. All those memories. All those pictures are fucked. And and if you like me, you don't back your shit up ever. Like I just feel like pictures. We should always. And again, the, the disposable disposable pictures. They ain't they ain't quality like. The phones and the cameras, I get it, but like, man, I just feel like you know those physical pictures are always nice to look at, you know, later down the line. So that's kind of a bummer to me. The CDs, you know, I get it, get it, um, but man, it's just kind of crazy because like eventually you're not gonna see CDs. Like there was a time in all of our life, maybe not some of the young listeners, like where we never thought that that man we same with pictures, like we used to have fucking. Hundreds of VHSs laying around the living room and shit. Boxes and stacks of VHSs and boxes and stacks of CDs and and even before me records and all types of shit. Like that shit is extinct, bro. 
Like, you don't see no fucking records laying around. You don't see no VHS laying around. Soon we are not going to see no CDs nor DVDs laying around, man. This shit's crazy, man. This world's changing, man. I was telling LJ not too long ago, like, people are, we're not going to be able to, we're not going to handwrite one day. I know that shit sounds crazy. Literally, one day we're not going to have to write shit down. It's going to be text messages and typing shit up. I specifically, we were, we were fixing to write an essay in, in, in class, and, the, and they're like, all right, blah, 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 the essay, blah, blah, and the guy's like, oh, don't, or no, no, it was taking notes, sorry. The guy's like, you might want to take notes on this, and like, somebody pulled out a sheet of paper, and the guy's like, you can type them, I prefer if, the, I prefer if it's typed, you know, it's a little neater, you can read everybody's handwriting, because I know some of these guys, and, and some of these girls even, <laughs> you can't read their handwriting, like, I prefer if it's typed. It's like, damn, like, so if you think about it, like, we're not going to have to write shit down. We rarely talk on the phone because we can text. You know, we don't even do cursive handwriting no more. Cursive handwriting's in the trash. Pictures, physical pictures, trash. DVDs, trash. Records, trash. VHS, trash. CDs, trash. It's, it's, it's a good time to be living, man, but it's also scary because, like, man, you just don't ever know, man. Like, seriously, you never know. Like, like vehicles, some most vehicles don't have, not most, but, like, some vehicles you don't need gas. You know, that the next thing is you ain't going to need gas for vehicles. Then we then the motherfuckers are going to start lifting. Then everybody's going to be on the fucking, in the air and shit, you know. Good God, man. It's, it's uh, what a time. To be alive. It's kind of crazy, right? I don't know. Some shit. I'm just, I'm just in my motherfucking my thoughts. You know, it's crazy shit. Um, uh, you know, I don't, again, I don't, I know, I know some of these uh solo episodes. I'm, I'm trying to keep short, so I'm, I'm gonna wrap this one up. Um, but I did want to put something out for the people. You know, um, I, I'm gonna definitely. I, I told you from the jump. I told you motherfuckers on behind bars months ago. Pull up behind bars. Listen to Behind Bars. I told you months ago, I'm dedicated to getting two episodes out per week, unless it falls on me. Like, I, I, mean, I know last week or the week before, whatever, I went to Vegas. Like, I couldn't do it because I was, I was in Vegas. So, so LJ ain't finna drop no fucking single episode. We already know he ain't finna do no solo episode. Snooze Fest. LOL. Just kidding. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I want to make sure that we get two episodes per week. I'm going to do everything that I can. Like I said, it's it's 11.30 at night. I got to go to work tomorrow at 7 a.m. So I, I'm still trying to do everything I can for the people, for the for the WAX community. Um, you already know what the fuck it is. Follow us on uh, Instagram. Tell your friends to follow us on Instagram. Like, uh, share, comment on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. Five-star reviews. Leave us a review. Let us know you're listening. You know, give us a pat on the back. Let us know what we could be doing better. Give us... I'm always asking people for, like, topic ideas and shit like that. I always think that's dope. Um, and again, shout out to the people that do give me the the, the topic suggestions. Uh, we appreciate it. LJ, I know I shit on him for what now? Like, 43 minutes straight. That's my motherfucking partner. He's my motherfucking best friend. So, um, he's busy, dude. I'm busy, too. We're both busy, but, like, uh, I had to do it. And, and again, he has probably more obligations of shit on his plate than I do, maybe. Probably not, though. If you really want to break it down, I probably had a lot more on my plate. But that's a whole other argument. You know, we all have different priorities. And one of my biggest priorities is on Wax the Podcast. You already know what the fuck it is. Shout out to San Antonio, shout out Austin, Smithville, Bastrop, LaGrange, Houston, Dallas, uh, Albuquerque, now I'm playing, uh, uh, Washington, D.C., 
I'm going to be back soon. Las Vegas, you already know. Anybody that's listening to the podcast, if I did not rep your motherfucking city or your state, let me know because I want to. God damn it. On Wax, the episode 38. I'm out this bitch, man. This is Jay Hen. And right now, you're listening to episode 38 on Wax, the podcast. LJ, Jay Hen, we out this bitch, man. Huh.